Oh, do you want to change it? I just kept it the same. To be honest, oh, no, I just chucked, better road chucked everything the, in there. Use all the rotation, Jules. You've forgotten how we do these things. All right. Well, you jump on the intro then, piss out. Okay. Well, Usual rotation. Maybe you should fill out the fucking run sheet first. I did. Well, not first. Usually I do it though, let's be honest. <laughs> Content catch up. Well, friends and enemies, I think we say this most weeks that we're back because it's been a while between drinks and, well, we're back for episode 15, so welcome to episode 15 of the Content Catch-Up. Jules, we've got a lot to catch up on. How are you going, my friend? We do have a lot to catch up on, Michael Francis Barker. I'm going well. I'm going extremely well, thank you. How are you going, though? That's the better question. How's the positive energy from Julian tonight? I'm just trying, you know, like... (laughs) Yeah, uh, our schedules, we're very busy, busy people. We are lately, though. Um, I think you Mm. asked how I am. I'm good, thank you. Maybe not excellent. I wouldn't phrase it excellent, but I'm good. Oh, do do we need to talk about it? Are we we not well? Is that the... Okay, fair enough. Married just life, thought that asshole. <laughs> well, should we jump straight into that then, Buck? Yeah, good segue. It is a good segue, isn't it? Like, you got married. Should we? Should yeah, we? Hold I on, did. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, clapping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's deafening still. Hey, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that last week, the addition from old Julian, the sound effects, because I did. I listened back to it, and um, it wasn't quite as deafening as it was during the live recording, but uh, you've done well. No, no, I'm a married man. Nothing has changed, but um, lucky to have such brilliant people around, Elise and I, on the night, including Mr. Julian and Mars. Um, why don't we yeah. get it from a perspective of a, um, I was going to say a fan. You're not a fan, but a guest. A guest. Yeah, look. I enjoyed it. I walked away thinking, gee whiz, this is the most Michael Barker wedding I have. Like, it was just the most Michael Barker wedding. And all I can say is that, Annalise, you two could not be more perfect for each other because that wedding was so you, like both of you as a collective, that it was What do you mean by that? Dive into it. Because, okay, (laughs) for... Do you want do you want, want me to walk through the the ceremony? No, 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 and... not the whole thing. Okay. No, I'm going okay. I'm going to get to that actually because I wanted to ask our resident celebrant what he thought of the celebrant. Right. But we'll get to that. Rating, yeah. Well, okay, I'll, I'll paint a little bit of a picture for our, our friends at, and enemies at home. So, a traditional wedding that or every wedding I've been to, I won't even say traditional. Every wedding I've been to, you kind of have a little bit of separation between the bride and the groom before you walk in. Um, Marns and I walk into this lovely venue um, in, I'm going to forget the suburb, Beaconsfield. Yep. And Barks and Elise are greeting you at the door. They're already, they're already seeing each other. It. Imagine that they arrived there together. It was, you know, it was, it was a shock to, to see because, you know, you, you're breaking tradition of what's going on in your head. Not saying it's bad, just saying you, you expect one thing when you walk in and that's what you get. And then... The ceremony itself, so a lot of mingling before, which I liked. Like you were able mm. to get a, a few a few drinks and, and chat to some people and, and kind of settle in before the main event. Um, the main event kind of just happened. 10 minutes, maybe 12 minutes, maybe 
13 tops. I don't, I don't even ever hit double digits, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I don't know number. either. But it was very relaxed. Everyone gathered around and, and listened to the, the words that the celebrant had to say. And then you and Elise had a small part, um, not a massive part. I, I believe you nearly part. forgot to say I do, That as was the casual nature of it. So it wasn't included. I do is not was not included. I wish you were bloody paying attention lines. that you would have realized that. Yeah. So apparently mm. it's not actually something that they have to um involve in the ceremonies, which was to my surprise. But yeah, so we'll, we'll pull aside just to confirm it because it's Elise was stuck up on thirteen words. It was to the to the number thirteen words. We didn't want to go over. <laughs> we didn't want to go under. And it didn't involve I do. So just a bit of fun wedding knowledge for you. What? Why 13 numbers in particular? No, it was just that 13, 13 words. words, sorry. It was just what the celebrant said that that's how many words we had to say. So Elise was like, all right, I'm not saying any more though. It just became a bit of a bit of a Now, day now see, this is what I mean. It was, the, it was a wedding that was you two. Like the less words, the better. Exactly. It was. No, it was, it was honestly... I was, I guess, when we first knew we were getting married. So some might say <laughs> 10 years ago. Hey, romantic. <laughs> um, no, like we were both sort of wondering, like, look, how are we going to do it in the most low-key way possible? Because we've never been to a very mm. low-key wedding. It's all the same traditional sort of, I was going to say nonsense. Not nonsense. If you want to do it that way, total respect to you because I totally Each get their it. Own. Each their own, exactly. And I totally appreciate what a lot of weddings are like. But we were just like... How do we do it our way and how do we basically get the attention just on everybody else as a whole? And I think we managed to do it as best we could and it was just it was very us and it was very good. So enough about that, I think. But um it was good. It was appreciated. It was it was a great night, ten out of ten. Um got to meet I'm gonna give a shout out because I know he's listening. I've had the pleasure of meeting Glenn two times in the last month <laughs> or meeting him once and then chatting to him again. Um, a few Glenn is a bit of an actually. icon. Yeah. I got to meet Mon as well. Mon, if you're listening, the lovely yeah. Mon. She won't be. Um, I'd already met Darren. That's all right. Um, we, 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 we speak to Darren a bit. That's fine. But no, um, I want, I want to say what an icon your dad is. Um, Oh, and I love this personally. And I'm still waiting head. for him to send the photo. Um, walking around with his little digi camera, taking a couple of happy snaps of the evening. I reckon they would be better than Mark's body photos. Look, he actually sent us the photo, so I'll, I'll send them on to you. Um, I yep. don't. Actually, no, Darren's got to pass them on to me because um, they're on a USB. But whatever, I don't remember actually seeing any of you, but I'm sure there will be. I, I actually took the camera off him at one stage and was taking some so, photos, so... This is what I was trying to tell Dad. That so people want his style of camera, like that's what mm. people want at these sort of events. So at one point, the Mark, uh, shout out Mark, is the actual photographer. Shout he was Mark. using my dad's, really nice guy, Mark. <laughs> really nice guy. He was using my dad's camera, mm. and Dad couldn't believe it. Um, I wanted to um, just say on weddings. I don't know what you think of this, but I find it really humorous looking around at the different, almost like different worlds overlapping. So what I mean by that is, I turn around and. Perfect example, and Jules, Jules and Marns are just chopping it up with uh, Elise's <laughs> mum, Chris, just having a great old yes. chat. I look, ahead, look behind me, I'm like, God, this is random. What's going on there? <laughs> so I joined in. That's the um, that's the beauty of weddings. Shout out Chris as well. She was she was a lovely <laughs> lady. I think she copped Marns and I when we um, 
had a few few drinks and and probably copped an earful of just random shit that was coming out of our mouth. We probably said how lovely Elise is a million times. Um, oh, she's and that's she about loves that. Chat. She'll be fine. She would have enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, it was nice meeting everyone. I think that's what weddings are fun for. Like, it's not the traditional group of people that you'd even bring together for a birthday because there's just some randoms thrown no. in there that you'll see once all- for the next six months. Yeah, there's all sorts of um, people. But I, I think we've d- talked about enough enough about the wedding, Jules. So mm. I want to know what's what's been going on in your life. Look, there's been a couple of weeks. Well, it's around a month actually now that we haven't worked together. How How is Carlton? How are you? You've um, you've been in the news, Carlton, a few break-ins. Coincidental time with me leaving, yeah. maybe. Mm. <laughs> Just <No. saying. laughs> uh, um, Yes, someone did break into our um, the Carlton shop. Um, some would say the merch is that good that they just couldn't wait to buy it. Um, and others would say that it's a very good advertising campaign, but that hasn't been rolled out yet. (laughs) So the digital manager is taking this as a bit of marketing. Yeah. Um, Why not? Yeah. I heard they only stole kids jerseys. Is that true? I, I, I cannot confirm or deny that's with the police. That's the Victorian police. If anyone has any additional information, please call Crime Stoppers on one 333 <laughs> Fucking hell. You know where my joke was going there, Jules? It was a small man joke because you'd wear a kid-sized jersey. Oh, uh, right? you, I'd yeah, wear a you kid-sized wouldn't appreciate jersey, that. you reckon? Yeah. yeah nah. You, what do you need, 4XL? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that joke. <laughs> Too far. Um, what else? What else hurts. is going? <laughs> what else? What else have I missed? I just feel like I'm not involved because um, I'm not involved. Round one, round two, you buddy. Round one, round yeah, two. What's footy life Bit like? Of, oh, look, you know, footy. Footy's footy. Um, we got to. I, I don't know if we've spoken about it, but we uh, had the pleasure of uh, collabing with my my dear friend Andy Lee again. I can't remember if we spoke about this last. No, no, we didn't. So yes, quickly touch on that. Yeah. It seemed good. That was a, a lot of fun. If if anyone has access to an A-grade Australian celebrity, I highly recommend using them for content because it's just a sensational experience. I think we've spoken so many times on the show about like how hard it is to get athletes to like read lines or 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 um, deliver lines yeah. in a way that's believable. Andy came in. My mate, Andy, Andy Lee. I, I, um, I've noticed you that twice now, my friend Andy Lee and my mate. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> Um, he comes in and he just like we get, give him dot points for like what we want him to say. It just delivers them like that, like clockwork and like five different versions of the same thing and then goes ahead and organises pretty much. People at work are giving me credit for this shoot and I, I barely did anything. I just rocked up on the day and was like, Andy, Hey, you tweeted go. about it? Do you, do you, yeah, you I did. It? Yeah, look, it, it was probably worth a LinkedIn I, I love post that. now that I think yeah um it was it was fun and look i i love i probably don't get the opportunity to work on big stuff or like smaller day-to-day content as much so selfishly i probably jumped at that one and really enjoyed it so it was fun it really that that kind of stuff puts in perspective like fun stuff that you get to work on just to wrap that up yeah no no it's a good point i was gonna say your um almost like your benchmark or the bottom thing you'll work on is Andy Lee. So just Andy Lee yeah. and above. You won't work on anything else. It's not that. Yeah. From now on in, I'm A-list Australian celebrities or nothing. 
That's fair enough. You you rate yourself as highly as you wanted, Julian. Um, I did no. want to note that there was a lot of A listers in there, wasn't it? Because there were a bit of a yep. um funny uh, comedy element to that of Eddie Maguire at the end. I did enjoy that. Yeah, look, I was a bit um. <laughs> It was Not a bit 50 on old Eddie, <laughs> but Andy was, um, that's my mate, Andy Lee. Um, yeah. He, he was he Put was his full name in there every time we talk about it. <laughs> well, I just don't want you getting him confused with like, no, I, don't no. know, I don't know another Joe Andy, Andy to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Toy Story. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so he thought that would work and it, it to his credit it did and that's where you've got to trust the more creative person in the, the process, don't you? No, exactly. You got to uh, strengths and weaknesses. We talk about it all the time. Mm. Hey, I'm going to America next week, Jules. Uh, okay, we're back onto you again. Okay, <laughs> no, cool. I thought yeah. we were done. That topic. <laughs> no, while we're on Carlton, anything else? Anything else? Uh, uh, I did have one question, but answer that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's the new mate? We got him. Her? Who? No, no we're still still looking. Um, oh, hard to replace. Yeah, hard to replace. Okay, yeah. well, I thought it'd be a fun topic. Yeah, it, uh, it's uh, still a TBC. So if you Dude, are a video up, producer... It's been up a while. Yeah. Oh, look, we're being very picky. Um, if you are a video producer and you're interested at working at the Carlton Football Club, my um, DMs are open. Um, okay. Andy probably Lindenburg. LinkedIn DMs. Andy, my, and oh, yeah. my mate Andy, Andy Lee, will be um, will be on the guest panel. Put that in the interviews. job ad. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in the job ad. But seriously, if anyone's looking for a video producer job, <laughs> get in touch with it. Surely there's tons of people applying for it. I don't know. I don't think people get realise they get to work with me. Okay. And Andy Lee. Um, yeah, you're going to America. Go on, tell us about this. Oh, I didn't really have anything. It was just the next point on the dot sheet, uh, run sheet. But no, no, no. So uh, really um, spontaneous. Oh, it's not spontaneous on my behalf, but really random sort of thing popped up. So... Um, it's actually a work trip to LA, so I'm going to be in mm. LA for a week. But basically, there's a Hoop City basketball, like a, a basketball trainer based in the States that has a bit of a partnership with Hoop City that um, they've built a relationship oh. over the last couple of years. And they're doing a tour where basically I think it's around eight kids, uh, two parents, and then two Hoop City staff members, me being one of them, go to LA for a week, spend this week with this high-profile LA trainer, and I get to be a bit of a um almost like a, a school teacher for a week you lead the group you know do my thing on the side but essentially just it reminded me of a big school camp mm. i think that's pretty cool um yeah do you get to would you get to get to a basketball game at some stage yes that is on the itinerary we don't know which one it will be but i think it will be around the same time of the playing game so it'll be pretty cool uh, will your beloved Clippers be playing? That's a that's a better question. Uh, no, I think they're slightly above the playing game, but it won't be playoffs mm. yet. Okay. Um, yeah, and then well, back to America in at the end of the year. So now we've spoken about your honeymoon, so we don't need to touch on that again. But I've got a um, I've got a funny funny one with this. So. Is there not a, um, a certain twin brother also going overseas for work? Yes, we did touch on this. He goes in two so, weeks' time or three weeks' time. So the the twin brother chronicles of doing exactly the same thing continues, doesn't it? Oh, one's in Germany, one's in the US. So <laughs> separate the two. They're not close. I'm good at my geology. <laughs> you mean geography? It's geography. Yeah, there we go. 
There we go. Anyway, oh, that's enough fucking idea. talk about our lives, isn't <laughs> you it? Know, you know, we actually haven't touched on my honeymoon. I don't think we've touched on where I'm going. So Canada and America, folks, I don't care if we have. It's about me. Are you going to go see your son, um, Jonathan Strangio? I don't know where he'll be, but um, you recommended Boston, so that's where we're going for five or so days. So I hope Lovely. it's bloody good. Love Boston. It's yeah. very good. I think you'll hate All right. it, though. <laughs> well, you've recommended it to me. Highly recommend. You can go it see your me. man, Blake. You can go see Blake. Oh, I did. That was the main reason. Let's be honest. Go yeah. see his thirty seconds of court time at the end of a blowout. <laughs> and make a four-hour movie out of it. Anyway, let's, <laughs> let's get it. into some content. <laughs> you yeah, don't have time I've on got, the bench. <laughs> I've got bugger all. I've got bugger all content for you. You're gonna hate me. We haven't done this thing for six oh, weeks. Hold on. Let me play the sting. Let me play the sting. <laughs> Okay, now go. It's a big build-up for not a lot from my end. No, the other thing thing I wanted to note, so during my uh, first month in this role, doing a lot more than just video stuff, I've just got this, I don't know, I I don't get TikTok. I just feel it's a very random platform in terms of what goes well and what doesn't. And I, I don't have much else to add to that, but I've posted a lot of things that I think should go well and they do nothing. And then I posted one last week. Um, this might be a normal thing for Carlton data, but that went absolutely nuts. Got us about where we we're at like 16,000 followers. Now it's 22,000 followers. It hit over a million views. It wasn't like my best, like it wasn't one that I thought would go nuts, if any. And I just, I've just come to the conclusion that it's a bit random and you can't really well, target how to do well. What was it? Drop us a link. What was it? Um, it was a guest. So there's this old Melbourne Tigers player called Daryl McDonald. He's actually a coach now in the NBL and he's this very, he's this American dude, very, um, like very out there and great personality, great character to have mic'd up. But basically why it went so well, and this is a bit funny, there's this coach in a well-known Netflix, um, show, you know, Last Chance You? Mm-hmm. And I don't know who what oh, last chance you codes actually. Let's just see what he's called. Um, but the comments went off because uh, Coach Mosley or something. Um, they thought it was him. <laughs> so people in TikTok thought oh. it was this guy from the last chance you, Coach Mosley. And this Coach Mosley guy is very like very highly like animated character. He's like he basically yells at the students and the athletes in this show. And then the clip I put up was. It was yelling, but in like a good way. It wasn't like abusing the kids. And then everyone's like, is this Coach Mosley? And then the comments just blew up and it took off from there. Oh, so this is the, is this D-Mac on D-Mike? Yeah, you like that? Pretty good. Yeah, very good. His nickname's D-Mac for people out there. So the caption was D-Mac on D-Mike. I'll slap this Um, out of your hand. So it's good. These are my thoughts on TikTok. Not that you asked for them, but you're going to get them. No, no, this is um, the point of raising. <laughs> it's a two-way conversation, mate. I do agree. It's it's not completely random, but it's very volatile. Is that Ooh, is that the a word? I think you say like hit hit and miss or something. Yeah, it is hit and miss, but it's also like you're right. You could spend. 30 minutes, and I say 30 minutes because that's a long time in TikTok years, crafting like a great TikTok or you could like put up just some random thing and it and will go bananas. And you just, 
Sometimes yeah. you just don't know. And then you could try and replicate that again and it would just do even worse. I yeah. do – sorry, you go. No, 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 you finished that because I was just going to say I agree so much on that point because I've tried to see what has done well and like, all right, I'll do more of this and it just bombs. I, I think it genuinely just comes down to like what's trending and what mm. people find entertaining. And like you've got to be so reactive and to jump on trends as soon as you can even if the, and try and make your content make sense to that rather than start something. You have, yeah. Yeah, but I haven't even like sense. it makes sense, but I haven't even considered trends in TikTok because I've gone more down the path of like the informed, like people love the, for me, like the basketball coaching clips of like whether you're actually like learning how to do a drill or how to do a move from the experts or mm. if it is something funny. Like I haven't even considered the trends. Yeah. Maybe it, that's a me issue. <laughs> that's probably a you issue. But like the other thing is but like within your niche, how well are your clips going? Like, don't compare them to the rest of TikTok. How well are your clips going compared to relevant other, you know, competitors or similar TikTok pages? Yeah. Well, I mean, some still, like, a lot of them still go very well. Like, in my books, yep. like, looking at them now, there's so there was a series of like three in a row that were below 10K, but then the previous four or five or above 20k oh nearly all above 15 20k like that's pretty good mm. which opinion. is good and that's what i mean it's like yeah how do you what are you measuring success on then like if 20k yeah. is good for you 20k is good for you i think it was potentially what people get sucked into a lot of like oh my tiktoks or my reels need to have 20 30,000 50,000 views to be successful but if they get a thousand and that's more followers than you have or more, you know, yeah. views than you've ever had on something, you should consider that a success as well. Yeah, exactly. And I was going to say, I think you don't want to get too caught up on that. As you said, you don't, you can't be that. Mm. That's not the be all end all of what makes a good piece of content or video, but no, I'm just scrolling. You, you know now. who would have a, have a, have a lot to say about this? Um, Our good friend, the Andy social Lee. <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, oh, my man, Andy, Andy, Andy Lee. I swear that's where you're going. But yeah, no, it's uh, like, so it's, God, it's got yeah. Let's not ask him though. No. Anyway, is that um, your anyway, content? I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad that brought something to the table. That's it. Are you are you finding it? How do you um probably a question without notice? How are you distinguishing what you put on TikTok v what you put on um Instagram? Like, is there any yeah. difference or are you kind of treating them the same? No, there's like, it's not, I'm still trying to figure it out. And that's sort of what I'm, I guess I was referring to before, but like basically just the best stuff that I put on Instagram goes on TikToks. And then if yeah. one is performing right now, that's basically what I'm doing. But it's just like, if something does, like if the real like um, educational sort of basketball stuff, like the more serious stuff, goes well generally then i'll probably just keep it for that but then like mm -hmm. that's just like the complete reverse of what i anticipated i thought tiktok would be all like the wholesome sort of fun moments but that doesn't seem to be the case i feel like people actually prefer mm. to learn off tiktok i i do i think it's mm. like it seems it seems easier because you can really get into like um accounts that are just so tailored to to what you want or like you can 
create yeah. the same video. And then if the algorithm is, I, I, I've got another thought of like TikTok and why it's so popular is because the algorithm actually delivers you what you want to watch. Whereas Instagram is just feeding you kind of like what it thinks you want to watch or like ads or porn bots yeah. or whatever it might be. <laughs> Whereas TikTok still feels a little bit more, oh, this is like, I would love to keep watching this. And it's so adaptive mm. to whether you you change your mind or like, yeah, which is probably yeah. no surprise to anyone, but. Mm. No, I think it makes sense though. And Instagram just feels like it does keep sort of changing what they try to do. But um, mm. anyway, you hit us with what you've got. <laughs> well done. Uh, I thought you might need that. Now, I've, I um, I thought you might not have anything um, because I like coming prepared to these, um, these podcasts that we do. Um, right. So I thought I would bring three pieces of content. They are all AFL-centric, or two of them are AFL-centric. Um, might start with the non-AFL one. Let's let's do that, hey? Um, okay. Let's open up this one. And I think you're really going to appreciate this one for a number of reasons. Uh, let's just open Come on, open. I'll just, I just want you to know that whenever someone builds something up for me or says that I will like this or will find something funny, that's a big one for me, I 99% of the time I don't find it funny. Well, I think you'll find this funny. I fucking hate it already. Oh, it's not funny, really. It's just it's it's good content. Oh, <laughs> how hilarious is this? <laughs> anyway, sorry, God. <laughs> it's not hilarious. I just thought you'd find it good. It's a great photo. <laughs> I'm taking of, the pit. Yeah, this is very good, actually. Of um, Russ. Um, Russ. Russ, who has now moved to your team, hasn't he? Or has he moved yeah, again? Yeah, it's a Los Angeles Clippers. No, no, I can't blame you for feeling, uh, thinking that. But the unreal shot, though. Yeah. So for Explain. those at home, I think they're playing. Um, who's the blue Grizzlies. team? Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Yep. So yep. Grizzlies have got this like great like light blue palish court, and it's a a top down photo. So taken from above, looks like above the ring. But Russ almost looks like he's swimming in water and like floating on water is <laughs> such as the color of the um the court. And is this real like power like um scream almost while he's lying on the floor. A player's trying to help him up. Russ's face is the only one that's really clear. There's these really defined shadows. And if you look, you can see the the hoop in the corner of the frame and you can see the ball falling through it. It's just it's really something quite special it's one of the i reckon this is one of the greatest photos i've seen all year yeah it's un, it's unreal I, I just love it i think you make a good point about like the color i didn't even think about him looking like he's in the water but the shadows are just massive like the shadows do make it so much better and he almost looks like he's eyeballing the camera yeah it, it looks like he's staring it down um what makes it even better is it, it was actually posted by the um the Grizzlies photographer, Joey Murphy, I think I saw. Yeah, Joe jo Murphy photo on Instagram. Um, he's got I mean, a similar Joe. one with Jar ja Morant. Is that yeah. Jar? Yeah. Yep. Um, it's just this this angle and this, this color of the core. It's just really, I don't know. It's, it's really something to see. I'll, we'll post this one. I know I say that every week, but we'll definitely post this one. Um, I get scared I, of I, when I see the actual, sorry to cut you off, the actual location that these photographers are in. Mm, like I don't think he's sitting on top of the ring. I think somehow he's, oh, oh, have they got the camera there? 
Oh, inside no, the lens. In, Here we go. No, but I think a lot of the time. Oh, actually, oh. I saw it differently. But a lot of the time, they're literally on like those massive bridges, like above oh, the yeah. court. Well, this one is. It looks like he's got a camera. There we go. So, oh, this is a great. We've just stumbled across some more content. Yeah. So <laughs> post this one. He's, yeah, we'll post this one. So Joe Murphy is explaining how he actually gets these photos, and he set great up this like rig. Oh, this is yeah. I actually have not planned this. Um, he set up this rig on the the glass backboard, um, and has like a little trigger on his handheld camera, which he can use to to fire this. It's so sensational. Cool. Yeah. There's the multitasking. Like you're, you're focused on your camera in hand and then you're like, oh, actually, that'd be good on. Yeah, bang. What if he just spams it like a video game, like button mashes it? <laughs> like what's he the must, strategy sure. here? <laughs> he must. Yeah. There's no, there's no strategy. <laughs> He's just going through 50,000 photos at the end of the game and hoping you oh, don't want it stuck. That works. I want to p- call out this one from um, Essendon. Um, they've been doing a really good job lately. They've found this footage of one of this, um, their young players, Alwyn Davy Jr., or one of the Davy Davy boys who um, debuted this year. And it's a father-son pickup. So for anyone who's not familiar with AFL, they have this rule where if your father played a certain amount of games for your club, the club can recruit you basically. So they've split the screen on this TikTok and they found some vision of Alwyn Davey when he was like, let's say, six or seven in the rooms kicking the ball, um, acting like he's kicked a goal, and then paired it up with a goal he kicked as a, an adult now, and it's the exact same it's motion back, and celebration. Yeah, the lean back, the tongue, it's, it's just very yeah, – um, awesome. It's a great find. It's like one of those things that content – it's a con- content creator's wet dream really because like, <laughs> you you just have to have such knowledge of like this stuff. You you would have had to be digging through footage to um, to know that this, yeah. uh, this clip of him as a, a kid existed and then been like, wait a minute, this looks familiar and then gone and done it like – yeah, you, yeah. You, it, that, these are the pieces that you have to really appreciate. Um, the one rusted on Nuffy in the content team, like that knows like yep. absolutely every bit of vision floating around. So two things on this. One, you could have stopped at just content's dream. Two, yep. I think, <laughs> I think um, this type of thing is where like where people filming absolutely everything these days will actually come in handy for future content. Mm. Cause like all these things will get captured for future athletes, but um, no, that was my little side thought, but no, that, that's a good find. Mm. You've just got to have such a um, detailed catalog of what you film, like a, a great log of like, all right, round four, 2019, go through the footage and just make notes. So if you ever pick it up again, you can be like, okay, these are the key things that, that happened. Yeah, that hap- I, I feel like that's just all memory though. Like I don't feel like you're going to, like someone's just remembered that. I don't think you're going to go through and note them. Mm. Surely. Surely. I don't know. Or maybe someone from <laughs> Get, <yeah>. a <laughs> Get a life. Get a life. All right. Job. Here's my last one. And you'll like this as well because you're a, you're a dog person, aren't you? Oh, yeah, well done. You know the most basic thing about me. <laughs> so the dogs, have, uh, the Western Bulldogs, 
made a oh that's very loud sorry um the western bulldogs made a hype video for their new bulldog mascot and it is simply <laughs> sensational that's cool um we're just watching two it's literally just two bulldogs playing i think some of the sound will come through but it's just this like real r&b hip-hop track in the background like something you'd <laughs> Drinking use water. um but they've put it to like the the typical photo day like um what are they called barks like the flashing Media. colored lights oh, yeah like, I don't know, the like the strobe, strobe lights um yeah a lot of slow-mo footage of just the dogs shaking and running and because they're bulldogs, there's all this like skin and stuff flapping around. <laughs> it's just like, it's just amazing bit of content that has very little purpose, but it's just great. Um, and no, the caption, good. every superhero needs a villain. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what happened to their old bulldog? Um, I think it died. Did it die? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it morbid. No, that that's good. Yeah. That, that's funny. I think um, they're the type of things that they're worth um, trying to do. Oh, God. <laughs> it's funny from you. It's overpowering, but <laughs> oh, I can't see your face, though. I can't see what you're doing. Um, I just pissed myself laughing. Now I've forgotten. This is hilarious. Wait, no, it can't be that right. important. What did I say? No, um, I was going to say I think it's worth doing uh, proper, like with the proper slow-mo, the proper camera because it just makes it that much better. But I, I think this raises an interesting point of like just content for fun. Like the, it it didn't serve a purpose. It didn't, didn't really yeah. do much. Like maybe it introduced the Bulldogs but didn't no, need to happen. Brings, yeah, it just brings the human element to it. A bit of personality. Mm. Bit of Dog sonality, some would say. Shut up. That was terrible. All right. Uh, uh, let's crack them open. Give us it. Egg of the week. Egg of the week. Thank you, Pete. We haven't given you enough kudos this season. Pete. Peter, going strong as ever. I don't have one. Sorry, Jules. Sorry to leave. Oh, fuck. All right. I'll just, I'll just rip up the screen share again. Uh, this one happened <laughs> this weekend. <I'm, laughs> um, so... It might seem subtle um, to non-AFL followers, but these there's two tweets that went up um, from the official AFL account over the weekend for the the Demons um, Swans game. Games doesn't really matter. Um, so the first tweet went up at uh, just after the oh just before the end of the third quarter. And if you for those watching at home, we're just looking at a screen grab of this tweet um, and behind the the nine second play, you can quite clearly see that the scoreboard says third zero three fifty seven, indicating that there's three minutes and 57 seconds left of the third quarter. Now, oh, hello, Bernie. Um, now, hello, Bernie. I, I don't know. I Look, I'm not good at math, but Bucks, how many quarters are there? A four. Four. Thank you. Yep, that's that is correct. That is absolutely correct. So this tweet reads: Fritter, a player, has got three, and the D's are home. <laughs> Quite a bold call, considering bold. that um, it's the third quarter, and this team was only up like twenty odd. <laughs> um, to make it worse, um, let's let me share this next screen. 
one moment, please. I saw the graphic. I didn't see the actual. Yeah. So then they've gone the final score at the end of the third quarter and gone Sunday afternoon daylight final score 88 to 63. Um, the cut. final score for those playing at home who might not have uh, uh, been following the game was something like, oh, fuck, I don't even know how to use the AFL Well, this was the end of the third quarter's score. Yeah, that was the it? end of the third quarter. Yeah, and the final score ended up being 134 to 84. <laughs> so they completely missed the mark there. Um, uh, but I AFL, you're an egg. <laughs> Yeah, I want to know what the like the story of what this person is doing. Who's who's tweeting? Like, are they just out at like a pub? Or like, are they just not paying attention? Like, what are you doing? We were trying to work this out, and we just guaranteed that they were watching the F one on the other screen, and just weren't paying oh, close uh, enough attention. Bloody hell! I think I know Drive to Survive had a massive part to it, but F one's like the new cool thing to do. Like everyone, your your mum, your dogs there, whatever the saying is, everyone's there. Oh, was Mon there? Shut up. <laughs> I knew exactly. As soon as I said it, I like, Jules is going to make his literally, take me literally uh, um, But no, seriously, What was Elise's thoughts on it? Um, so I have this thing where I think F1 causes Elise more stress than enjoyment. She always just cracks it at Ferrari, cracks it at what the what's going on, what drivers do. It seemed like a lot of chaos. I did watch the car accidents. That's about it because I'm a, I just love <laughs> Love injury. I love near death. Hey, you freak. <laughs> you freak. <laughs> Apart from that, give it a miss. Did, oh, did you watch yeah. it? Does your house watch it? I watched it? it, yeah. Now yeah. we went to um, one of Marnie's friends' house to watch it, and I'm not a big F1 fan, let it be known for the record. Um, I haven't watched Drive to Survive, nor do I think I will, but I did find it um, entertaining at the least. So do you know any of the drivers or are you just like making it up? I know Lewis Hamilton and I know Max Verstappen. Uh, the Alonso guy sounded familiar. And Alonso. Pistari or whatever his uh, name is. Piastri. Come on. Piastri, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Know a few. Anyway. Hmm. All right. Okay. It's our next segment. Boss of the week. Boss of the week. Boss, 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 boss. The boss of the week. I just like waiting for it now. I tell you what, if Spotify are ever going to pay us the big bucks, that's probably going to be it now with all that's that sound effects. Hey, I've got that one. Is the one. Uh, you want me to go? Okay. Do you want to go first? Hold on. Let me open it up. I'm going to boss uh, our good. old friend Darren. We'll wait for it to load. Our old Darren's Darren. boss this week. Our old, our old friend Darren. So this is a while ago. I don't know if you've seen this, Jules, but during mm-hmm. um, the NBL final series, Darren, who is the content uh, senior lead content in the NBL, I believe his title is now. But he, uh, so the NBL final, sorry, basketball fans, or if you're not a basketball fan, there's New Zealand Breakers versus the Sydney Kings. Um, Darren is fortunate enough to go to Sydney and New Zealand as part of the trip. Um, and instead of just posting like a hype graphic, I'm sure they did all that, but I think the Maddie is her name who manages uh, their TikTok and does some other type of things. She had the idea for Darren to stand in the middle of uh, the Sydney Opera House, what, staircase or outside the Sydney Opera House, just with a big sign saying New Zealand or Sydney on this cardboard uh, box cut out or a bit of cardboard. <laughs> and then um, 
he did the exact same thing in New Zealand, same TikTok, just a phone video of Darren standing there looking like an idiot with no one around him. He's just holding this massive cardboard sign, New Zealand or Sydney. It may seem like a very bit of like stupid bit of content, especially because no one's interacting with it, but I love it. I just think it's a bit different, a bit stupid. It's like it, it brings like a bit of who is this bloke? Like why is he it's like why is he following the NBL around? Like nobody actually is meant to know that he works for the NBL. <laughs> This is this is very good. This is um, a great example of someone of Darren just putting himself out there and yeah. doing something stupid. I've got a couple of questions. It's very much like sorry to go back. This is very much like um, what's that Instagram account? Um, Man with a sign. Um, who does similar stuff like this? Oh, the meme, it, it, the meme thing. Yeah, where it's, it's like it no one meme. cares about your brunch type stuff stop posting your brunch shit like that um it's very good by darren i've got two questions um and whether you've got any insight how long did he actually stand out there for because this video goes for two seconds maybe (laughs) uh i didn't ask you that i assume um there's actually i don't know if you click the other one there's a, a new zealand one as well but um I don't know. I don't know that insight. There's another link okay. there where he's just in, in New Zealand doing the same thing. But I think they made a TikTok out of it. Like I think people did actually. They had like one of those mini mics, Man's favorite things. But uh, Mini mics, yeah. Okay. So here it is. Okay, so I got – yeah, that's my first question. Uh, and my second question, are they your pumas that he's wearing? No, no. So I uh, cracked the shits at him about this because he um, – <laughs> I don't know if they were free shoes or yeah, they were free shoes. So he got to select any sort of shoes he wanted. And he happened to get the exact same pair that like look exactly like my one. Just oh, being a twin, that's, a, that's not on. Add it to the list. That's very Looks good. good. I enjoy the commit. I enjoy the commitment. I I think this is a good boss. Well done, Darren. It pays yeah, well me to done, say. Darren and Maddie. I think is your and name, but I don't know. Sorry. Good content. Um, I'll bring up mine. Uh, I've forgotten what I've done. Oh, this guy. Okay. So I would love to see you and, and Darren take this approach to Brotherhood Studios. Um, okay. So football managers are a big thing. Um, there's a very famous English football player called Harry Kane. Um, and this tweet reads, Charlie Kane, brother of Harry Kane, has his own sports agency with only one client, Harry Kane. He goes to work suited and booted every single day. So... This man runs a sports agency where the only client he ma- manages is his brother. <laughs> what and does he actually manage him, or is it just like a yep <laughs> marketing skit? Uh, I don't know, I'm, but I'm this applied. is brilliant. Yeah, I so I think you should have this set up with um with Darren. One of you should manage okay. the other one. One of us needs to like do something different though, be like an athlete. This actually reminded me, random segue here, uh, thoughts on Harry and Ben's podcast? Oh, so, sorry, listeners. So, oh, you haven't listened to it? Okay, so no, uh, Harry Sorry, Harry, Harry McKay, you, I know ben you're a big fan of this show. <laughs> Harry McKay, you usually say. Um, no, this is just a note on athletes creating their own podcast listeners. So Carlton footballer Harry Mackay and North Melbourne footballer uh, Ben Mackay, who are twin brothers, they created a podcast around a month ago and I, I'd, I'd rather enjoy it. It's basically like mm. the episodes are just them ban- bantering the whole time, but um, it's all right. I was going to ask you what you think, but haven't, haven't listened yeah, to it. Yeah, sorry, I haven't listened to it. It's not on my rotation. Um, 
Well, we'll listen to but it once. Maybe, maybe right. I'll, I'll chuck one in. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Aren't you curious? No, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I rather enjoy it. It's a bit different. <laughs> anyway. That's fair enough. All right, now to our, our next favourite one. You know I've got the sound queued up this week. Here it comes. <laughs> this is my favourite sting of ours. I'm going to say it. The controversial call. Yeah. I know it's the least. Like the rest are a bit more custom and we sort of did it ourselves, but I like that one. It gets me in the mood. Yeah, okay. Do you want to start? Uh, yes, yes. So... I don't know. This is probably just a very personal thing where it's not the case for everyone. But I must admit, since I've left the AFL, I'm finding all AFL club club content pretty much boring. I, I just think it's very much the same and it's not entertaining me. That's a real kick in the dick to people that work in AFL, isn't it? It is. It is. But that's the point of this. I will. I did want to give <laughs> on the back of that. It's not all negative. I did want to give shout out to. I think um, I've enjoyed Collingwood a lot more. And then Melbourne did this cool thing where they're doing like a they did like a post game interview on the ground, um, which I thought was great commitment from the uh, two players involved because it's a player hosting. They're just sitting on the MCG after the game, so like talking about it as it's happened. It's not run by like a. Um, it doesn't feel very interview. It doesn't run isn't run by a club uh, content person behind their camera. But Collingwood and Melbourne, maybe more Collingwood. I'm enjoying Collingwood a lot more since I've left. I think they're just sort of pushing the boundaries to doing different stuff. Mm. I um, nah, I disagree. I disagree. Okay. I, I think I, you find it boring because. Well, I think you find it boring because you you're finally out of it and you don't yeah. really have a reason to watch it. Like were you a massive consumer of AFL social before you started working in AFL? No, that's a fair point. I think it's just like what you you see and scroll past, everyone just feels the same in my books. Yeah. I think it's just a I bit. I think. Yeah. Mm. I reckon I this do, also I comes d- down to the fact that most people only follow their own club. Yeah, great point. I do appreciate it's hard. I do appreciate that there are just stock standard things you've got to sort of almost like boxes mm. to tick on game day and stuff you've got to put out. And I know it's because I was close to it in one club that the others sort of feel the same. But, um, yeah, that was my that was my statement. I'm going to stand by. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're to, to be fair, you're the fucking boring one. Anyway, um, here's mine. <laughs> just throw it in there. Uh, okay. I think I've been reminded once again that a fucking April Fool's content is just fucking stupid. Oh, you stupid. hate it. I'm just, I'm not even just April Fool's. I'm going to say like any kind of, and I, it fucking kills me because I, I, we have to do it. You have to do it. But like any well, kind of themed. Well, yeah, yeah, you don't. But people like it and I can't let my personal preferences get in the way of, um, yeah, anyway. That's very good of you, um, Jules. So this was one from GWS, and it's not just GWS. Like, um, it's a GWS Giants. Um, they've gone out there. They've tried something. Their content is normally really good. I'm a big fan of GWS's content because I think they they do some fun things and they do things differently if you talk about um, everyone in the mm-hmm. AFL being the same. But this was just, uh, it's just hard to watch because you just like, 
You're ret- anyway, here it is. You can listen along at home. I'm a bit nervous announcing this, but I thought you, I, you guys should be the first to know. Um, I'm announcing my retirement today, effective immediately. Um, makes me really emotional, but um, yeah, it's been a really good journey. No, I can't even finish watching it. It's just painful <laughs> it's to watch. So it's cringe, isn't it? It's <laughs> cringe. Cr- it's sorry, you go. To his to his credit and to their credit, it's not the worst delivered thing I've ever seen. Like he, I I think he. Did a pretty good job considering. I just could mm. imagine how awkward it must feel to film that and for him afterwards. But maybe we're just going to lighten just, up a bit. Oh, it's just that, like, Callan Ward is probably at that age as a player that if you saw this, you'd be like, oh, shit, like, maybe he is retiring. Well, but isn't that like the point? Been- like, it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. Blended. I don't know. It's just fucking difficult to watch, really. So I. And I think. I, I, yeah, go on. Sorry. No, you go. No, you go. I was just going to say that, like, um, I just don't think if you've got, if you haven't got a good idea, you don't have to fucking do something. I totally like, agree. You don't feel like you have just to. Just stop. Yeah. So I saw one from the Adelaide 36ers NBL team. Mm. Um, it did not make any sense. Like it's not even half a quarter believable. It's not even funny. It's just like they fake made a fake player signing graphic of Devin Booker signing with the Adelaide 36ers. What the fuck yeah. is like, why would Devin Booker? Yeah. It makes no sense. They were trying to draw on it because uh, 36ers beat Phoenix in like a preseason game, which was impressive. But it just wasn't like, it needs to be. It wasn't it. It needs to be believable or so far from believable that it's somehow mm. funny, but this just wasn't it. I don't know. I agree with you. Yeah. No, I think that's the thing. And this is not a direct attack on the 36ers or GWS if you are working for them and somehow find this one segment in <laughs> no, it's every a, episode. It's an overall were, thing. It's just an overall thing. Like, don't force it if it's not there. Yeah. Um, My next one, I want to get your thoughts on this. We've spoken about it before. I'm going to open up a couple of examples here just so I don't have to load them. But I'm seeing it start to creep in to the AFL as well. Um, taunting the opposition on social media with a graphic after you win. With a graphic. What's so it this is the first one. This one. This is the first one that I remember seeing a while ago. Um, and it's when this is a team from NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they defeated the San Diego or the Los Angeles Chargers. Sorry. So this graphic is like two broken um, iPhone chargers. Yeah. Right. Very, very clever. Um, And then this one popped up for the St. Kilda. So Bulldogs have been doing this great um, game day graphic. Um, And in this graphic, they've drawn this picture of like their Bulldog mascot standing on top of the Saints. Um, Mm. The Saints then reversed it and have got their their Saints mascot essentially walking the Bulldog. Um, again, really well executed. I, I like it. And then the third one, um, Port Adelaide have put out this one after they won the um, – after they beat the Lions and they've got one of their players as like a lion tamer. Um, and the the player commented on it saying, "Oh, is that not too late account? to delete?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, what's your call here? So, my call like is you you like? love it, rate it. 
Yeah. I think it, it's fun. I think it's clever if you do it in the right way. I'd be pissed off if, as a fan, if I saw that, but it, it kind of builds it into the whole like, hey, this is this is just social media. It's just supposed to be a little bit of fun sometimes. Yeah, I, I can't even wrap my head around like the type of person that would get annoyed at that. Like that wouldn't rub me the wrong yeah. way. I, I love it. I rate it. I, I must say like involving one specific player if he's got no relation to Connor Rose, mm. Rosie doesn't have any relation to Brisbane, does he? Like that, that feels a bit random, but the other ones I yeah. really liked. I really, the Jags do it the best. They've got like some really creative executions. I think that's the thing. You can't really tiptoe on the, you can't, sorry, let me start that again. You can't really use players because then it becomes a personal attack. Mascots. Yeah, it's not their feelings. It's not Connor Rosie's, yes. Rosie's feelings. Yeah, the cities, that kind of stuff. I think that's fair fair game. Yeah. No, no, I love it. I'm not going to fight. I love it. I think the best, in my books, the best executions of this are the graphics or the pieces of content that you don't straight away notice. So you might see, mm. use that LA one, you might see that and then you might see like the tangled charges in the background or something like oh hang a minute is that like a dig or even if it's like a dig it not just like their logo if it's like a bit of like a recent news that they've put out like when you actually take a minute to realize a a slight dig like i think they're the really good ones yeah it's subtlety over in your face is definitely key as well yeah yeah and and that's the creativity part of it like okay they're called the lions what are we gonna do or maybe he's just like wrestling a lion like Come on, like you can be a bit more creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I want to see more of it. I think, yeah, it, it just needs to happen. People need to get over it, and I think it'd be a bit of fun. We've seen it with game day graphics, like content creators, especially in Australia, taking it to the next level. Let's let's see it on something else. Yeah. You know, my mind just went to, like, so the Saints, uh, we talked about the doggies getting a new bulldog as their mascot, like, launching. And imagine the Saints, like, poking fun at, like, their old deceased bulldog. Oh, no. (laughs) Just take it too far. That's not funny. Love dog. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. Don't laugh at that audience. That's oh, great. dear. That was, that's a good call. <laughs> <All> <laughs> it's right. like you're trying to, trying to be clever, but no. Nah, let's just let's dig up the dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like strangling it. No, nah, that's not funny. Uh, all right, should we wrap this up? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, it's me. Um, no, uh, you were intro. I'll do oh, the outro. And I don't have the sound loaded for this one, so we're just going to have to... Use our imaginations or just have to cut it. Okay, guys, wrap it up. Anyway, friends, enemies, we hope you enjoyed our 15th episode. Gone a bit longer than usual, but you have to appreciate We had to catch you up on about a month worth of stuff that's going on in our lives. Um, Contrary to what Michael Barker believes, I think everyone in the AFL landscape is doing a really good job. Just stay away from April Fool's content. Thank God we don't have to say that again for a I, I didn't. I didn't mean to. Um, no, Name I'm not and shame. Down. No, who, I'm not who do you hate down. the most? You're boring. Carlton is shit. No, <laughs> no oh, it's, it's a general your... consensus. <laughs> general thing. Just be general. a bit more creative. All right, friends and enemies, you can always get in touch with us if you miss us um, via our socials. That's at Content Catch Up across anything you need. We would say Wednesday's uh, our regular episode, but. 
let's just play it by ear from here on in, hey? We'll, we'll come to you yeah. when we come to you. Yeah, it, it's going to be sort of the theme from now on. I think it would be great if we could form um, that consistent touch point, but it's it's hard. Like, we've we've tried to – every weekend we're asking each other what mm. we're doing, and we're trying listeners. That's all I'm trying to say, and it doesn't help that I'll be overseas for 11 nights. Well, so. maybe maybe you could um, get us a, a guest while you're overseas. Okay, yeah. yeah, okay. LA's a big place. We'll see what we can find. Mm, surely you'll meet someone. We should have gone to Charlotte or Chicago and hit up Camille and... Um... Oh, that's embarrassing. Oh, no, you've cooked yourself here. Nick. Let's... Yeah, I actually reached out to him recently. Nick, sorry. <laughs> so you'll love this. I Going to LA, we're going to a, a Lakers game, I think, and then I'm like, geez, I'm going to have my camera. Like, what a dream opportunity it would be to... Get it, like take courtside photos. So I reached mm. out to Nick and Camille. Both gave me nothing because apparently the LA Lakers are very, very tough to hand out and very stingy with media passes. But it's all uh, about who we know. So it would have been a good story, like a contact through this podcast, if that that would have resulted in uh, taking photos hey, during a game. But it didn't. You just got to manifest it. You surely know someone. Oh, what do you want to do? Reach out to LeBron or something? You mean you don't have his video. number? Nah, I'm not damn him. Make your plea <laughs> Make your, your, you've got 15 seconds. What would you say to LeBron to get him to to be able to um, shoot courtside? Oh, I've got, oh, you know, I'm now not you got the, 10 on the seconds. spot person. I don't you think you give me seconds. tickets. You fucked this up. I don't know why that On was that even a note, joke. All right, we've just had Barks call LeBron James daddy. <laughs> Sorry, Glenn, if you're it's still listening. This just got really awkward. <laughs> all right, friends, enemies, we'll see you again soon. Thank you for remaining our loyal listeners. Um, stay, stay good. Be safe. We'll say, see you in 2024. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> LeBron James is my daddy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>